When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. guys you know you know how we used to do april fools we used to do april fools episodes we've we've decided to opt out of that this year after you've done it for six years it, it you've pranks done, aren't fucking funny yeah you've done all you've done all that you can do so we're going to talk about the movie april fools which i'm kind of shocked we haven't done in 400 episodes or so but uh first things first if you had given me a million dollars and ask me, you'll get this money if you can tell me what year the movie April Fool's Day was released. I 1,000% would have said, like, I don't know, 1982, 1981. It's 87, right? 86. I thought that yeah, this was oh, such well, an yeah. early... Like, I, was I thought this was right there with, like, they put out Bloody Valentine, like, a year later, they did April yeah. Fool's Day. Like, this yeah. is Happy so... Happy birthday to me. Friday yeah, this the 13th, is so Friday late. The 14th. <laughs> like... Well, it no. The, the, also, the reason why it feels like that is because I don't think that they were working with the higher quality film stock. It has a bit of a a tang to it. You know, it yeah, kind of has but, got the mutilator look to it. But this is also we're getting a post Back to the Future Biff Tannen then in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he was slumming it for this movie. Now, <laughs> like, I, mean, I like this movie. So any criticism I have of April Fool's Day. So none of us actually picked this. This was a group choice. This right? was just a yeah. hey, let's yeah. Let, yeah. instead yeah. of trying to figure out some dumb prank like we've done for six years, let's just let's just finally talk about this movie because I think I think this is one of those films that had this reputation of being a bad movie for a really long time, and then maybe in the last five to six years has kind of started to get a little reevaluated. Is like you know what this was just a movie that wasn't advertised properly, but it's actually. What it's supposed to be, it is very successful at being that mm-hmm. thing, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, yeah, I mean, I this is one of those movies where I don't think I would watch it every year. I don't think I'd watch it every two or three years. But if it was on, I'd be like, oh, cool, April Fool stays on. Like I wouldn't yeah. well, be like, oh, this got turn a cult following because it was on late night 
cable constantly. Because well, it was so tame. It's such yeah. a tame movie. But I think that's the charm. I do. <laughs> I do like the conceit of it. I really yeah. do. I, I mean, it's it's barely horror. It's pretty much horror adjacent. It's it's meta. It's cool. meta more than anything. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Which uh, which I can I can appreciate now. I wasn't like. I wasn't thrilled with my watch, but I think I probably fell victim to the same thing that everybody else fell victim to. Was like I was expecting a dumb slasher. Did you say this is your first watch? Um, this is my first watch. This okay. is my first watch. I was expecting a dumb slasher, and shit was tame and not like I mean I I'm not a big slasher person really anyway in the grand scheme of things like. If you do something interesting, it's great, which is what makes the last 25 minutes of this exciting for me. You know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. getting to that point, I it was so arbitrary. Like, it was so, like, what is... I, I was I, like, I'm totally out. My suspension of disbelief is, is, is shot because there's, right. no, there's no reason for all you getting murdered. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Um, I was like, you guys are just supposed to have this fine time. You're all acting like uh, you've never been on a vacation before, and you're immediately gonna have sex. And to me, that's that's spring break in college, right? I I don't know, but I'm guessing. This is the most extreme presentation to me. Uh, Like, I know we've seen a lot of silly shit in slasher movies, but literally, when the moment they step on that boat. Everybody's trying to spit game. That is the worst game I've ever heard or seen in a slasher movie. Like a straight up pulling out of a porno mag while somebody's reading Paradise Lost. Found it. Uh, And then um, just him talking about versions of Muff, uh, of Muffy. Uh, I was just like, guys. Yeah, that doesn't get the juices going, if you know what I'm saying. And then, so, like, later, it just carries out throughout because then he pulls out a gimp mask. So somebody packed a gimp mask thinking well, that that was going to be... Well, actors. So let me throw this acting. Let me throw this at you, Kyle. Remember, okay. I think it was when we did Terror Train, and we had talked about, like, Tubi hands you some money and says you can remake a movie, but, it you know, it needs to be, like, kind of a movie that doesn't have, like, a ton of love and fanfare, and you can do whatever you want with it. When I hit play on this movie and I'm watching the intro to this movie, I had such a random idea that is either a really, really good idea or a fucking horrendous idea, which is I wonder if you could remake April Fool's Day in the format of like a found home video, like a home movie vacation tape. Because, you know, like it starts off with like that Mm -hmm. shot of them talking to everybody on the pier before the movie starts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wonder how effective this would work. You could still do the twist ending that everything's fine. But like if it's just someone's like family vacation video as shit gets crazier and crazy. So just, you know, Mm -hmm. if that 2B phone call ever comes in. uh, (laughs) What I would love is for them to for this to be remade. And for it to actually be people getting murdered because it's a double, double twist yeah. where it's a Ooh. twist on a twist where everybody was in on the joke and then somebody was like, but I could really kill you. Well, so apparently we that was the original of- shot ending was that one of them like goes insane and tries to kill Muffy oh. and then they kill him. But then they were like, you know what? Let's just stick with the upbeat good vibes ending of this movie. And 
Oh, and is it is so up like Dude. the ending was almost uncanny uh, <laughs> to, to like to watch. It was uh, the version uh, Mama told me not to come, just playing. Yeah. Well, like this no, is, we we're great. not even. So I have I two it's, music sorry, notes. Sorry, I, I've got two music <laughs> notes. Very and far one ahead. is that I actually think that the like the opening little I just wrote like the the creepy title screen jingle is kind of cool. Like it's this like mm-hmm. little music box deal. But then I I wish I had recorded it so I could remember what it was. The closing credit song is like right up there. If it was more of a dour ending, it would be on the same level as like that cover of Blue Moon coming in at the end of American Werewolf in Paris or American Werewolf in London. Because it's so just like it's just like, yeah, we have an April Fool's time. Like it's like, it's like such this crazy, upbeat, happy song that's played out of nowhere. <laughs> I almost just gave away my my double feature with like another song I was about to scream out, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. Yeah, it could have uh, been like man. celebration by Cool and the Gang, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like she fakes, she fakes cutting, slitting Muffy's throat, gives her a kiss on the cheek, and it's just like, woohoo! Dun, 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 <laughs> as the credits start coming. Um, it was, it was. I mean, that's the thing about this fucking movie, man. Is that like, I mean, does the ending and the whole concept of the movie give it a solid place in anything? Does it? Even I mean, it's, I, it's there's a just movie. a lot of diehard slasher fans that exist. It's an it seems like a niche like genre fandom, right? Like we've seen it. We really but, like, shouldn't be talking about Brian like this without yeah. him here. <laughs> no, but but I I I know what you're saying because I feel like this is one of those movies where it's like the ending of this movie either completely solidifies the entire journey for you. Or makes you fucking furious that you wasted ninety. Polarizing, minutes. like it's Polarizing. it's like there's no one who watches that ending and is just like, huh? <laughs> like, right. like you're right. Like it either sways right. you to one of the two sides. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And you know what, dude? For me, like as much as like I was kind of annoyed with the the watch of it, like it does still like. I don't know if it has any rewatchability for me, but I'm like, all right, I appreciate it. I th- I think it's worth rewatching, honestly. Just because I watched it, I remember watching it for the first time in college, not knowing the twist, buying into every aspect of it. All right, these Mm -hmm. people are getting killed. It's probably the guy that, like, they smashed underneath the boat, or he's the red herring, and there's something else. Like, you know, like, fully buying into it, and then the big reveal. The reveal that is so fucking funny to me. Like, she walks into this room, and there's everybody... And no one reacts. Like it's not like a surprise <laughs> yeah. or anything. They're just like sitting there reading magazines. <laughs> like, yeah. like not... well, it's a green room. They've been there for hours. hours like since un- their death. <laughs> totally unfazed by anything that's happening. Where did but they it... pee? Yeah. But Where? it was like Where? that moment in I remember apartment. my it was a group of us watching it. We were like, what the fuck? We were so angry. And I really haven't watched it. Since then, I know I bought a copy of it, so I must have watched it at least one other time since then, but like passively. Like a lot of the time, like if I buy a movie that I've seen before, the first rewatch is more like, let me make sure this thing's not scratched up and skipping and damaged. Like it's just like put it on and make sure it plays to the end. All right. So this was like the first time I really sat down and watched it. And knowing that all of this is like smoke and mirrors fun, Mm -hmm. it, it is an interesting watch when you're just like, 
all right like you're it's like watching it's like watching a magician perform a magic trick that you already know where the sleight of hand is so you're kind of just yeah. like yeah. watching or i mean for you and i watching a wrestling match when you know the mechanics of how wrestling works so like every time they lock right. up you're like okay they're telling each other what the next move is going to be yeah. like, like yeah. you're like i did feel i did feel like i was the one who got fooled in a lot of ways like yeah. I, I and i appreciated that like i i, I had no idea fool me daddy <laughs> fool me daddy fool me trickster oh, and, daddy <laughs> and i do i do want to drink to that uh because i do have um a miller light oh that's not a miller light Oh it's Lord my Hobo God! Life. It's a non-alcoholic IPA. April, April Fools, Fools, everybody! You. April Fools, thus you son of a bitch! I, I <laughs> um, fools myself too, Kyle. You At do? the behest of Chris Robinson of the Analog Jones and the Temple of Film podcast, Analog Jones. He talked me into. He didn't talk me out of trying Hard Mountain Dew. This oh. is the worst shit <laughs> I have ever fucking tasted. How did I can't you have to tell buy you that in a six pack? I had to buy it in a 12-pack case. No, you so is that sampler. coming to create your feature then? I think oh, hell yeah, baby. It's going to yeah! give it away. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if we're talking about divorced dad rock, look at the giant badass you Look at this giant badass thing. <laughs> <laughs> it all, it also going to make me shit my pants. It's got a bunch. It says zero sugar, which I didn't realize before That's I purchased it. Or else I would not have purchased it because aspartame or... You know stevia or whatever they use to sweeten this bullshit is um mm-hmm. it's going to make me piss out my butt um yeah so yeah sure. this is yeah this is april fools i fucked up to, to you <laughs> yeah i don't know if it even ta- it's been at least 20 years since i had regular mountain dew i have no idea what mountain dew tastes like anymore i can't this believe you're be drinking literally that. So any <laughs> white claw it yeah. could just yeah. be white claw but it's it's yeah. worse than white claw so it's it's punishment from for, well, for my go. life choices i i want to talk about the humor in the movie and i and i say that i say that with a question mark because it's definitely i mean this is 1986 humor all over the place it's like a oh yeah slight like lifestyles of the rich and the famous kind of thing going on at one point but i had to write down one note and that one note says the two guys fooling fooling around in bed together is literally any time Kyle, Scott, and myself are in a hotel room at any given convention where he's just like, ooh, cuddles. We're going to get it. And it's literally not funny to anybody else. No. So that tracks with the the humor of this movie. Yeah, they're not even performing for other people. Like, like there's no one else watching them do this. I'm like, yep, that is is us in a hotel room. Um, I mean, also, that's any Geekscape. Absolutely. Any oh my! Geekscape well, listen. Podcast. I haven't uh, talked about the uh, cock shark sleepover. in a hot minute, but yeah, yeah. Jonathan London. Uh, We're using full names. Yeah. No. J- hey. No. People know who the Podfather is. So J Lo, uh, <laughs> if you're the last one to wake I up, J Law. No, he's J Lo. Uh, <laughs> if you're the last one to wake up, J Lo will uh, start whispering. You hear that sound? Da-na. And then he'll stick his hand underneath the bed sheet and make like a little shark fin in it. He's like. Oh no! Protect your cock. The cock shark's coming for you, and like, and I'll just start you know, kind of like nipping at your leg until you're like, "All right, I'm up. I'm up. I'm ready to go." Yeah, I'm up. I'm up. I'm ready to go. Is exactly how ready I'm to react. go. I'm I, you know, like, in bed. don't play chicken with my chicken because you're gonna have a bad time. I will call your bluff, but also, isn't it just so funny how us millennial dudes? Well, Kyle, fuck off because you're barely a millennial, but you know. Um, Jonathan and I are, are definitely That's new knowledge elder. to you. 
Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Sir. We're elder we're we're elder millennials and um the way that we have like physical touch with other men is so fucking weird. And I'm, that's not an that's not an indictment of Matt or of uh, Jonathan at all. It's literally just because we grew up with everybody calling everybody else the f word. Yeah. And and it's like so deeply ingrained in us. That it's like if I hug my friend, am I gay? Yeah. Now we know we're that we know yeah. it's a fucking lie that's yeah. been trotted and, and out meanwhile, by boomers. Meanwhile, I'm just like, bring it in, brother. I'm gonna no, hold, I hug I'm, all I know. the men in my life, we, but it's look, still there's this all weird three part of us. In the back of my brain. <laughs> all three of us. You have to let us know when the hug is over because I'll hold that hug for hours. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We cock love you. Yeah, like, if yeah. I don't feel the warmth from your penis, it's not a real hug. <laughs> I just need a little bit of like a like I need like a like a fist bump of dicks before I know that it's over. Dude, the other day Megan sent me a fucking TikTok about she was like. She sent me this TikTok, and this is what this is what married couples who both have TikToks do. They don't post anything; they just are consumers of TikTok. You you watch individually, and you send each other the shit you want to talk about later, and then you watch it together, and you get to re-enjoy it all over again. And so she sent me one that was, um, this woman was like, "Guys, guys, they can twist it 360 degrees," and Megan was like. Is that true? And I was like, hell yeah, it's true. And I pulled my pants down and I twisted my wiener 360 degrees. And she was like, wow. And I'm like, baby, we've been together for 14 years. You could have asked this a long time ago. You didn't know it could corkscrew? (laughs) So true friendship is is literally making one of the Mm -hmm. making a making a a double corkscrew with your cocks. Right. The friendship bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, I, I think any 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 male that was uh 12 and alone figured that out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, I just love how it was so so surprising to her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not a sex so, ed thing that you learn. No. Right? Yeah, but you know what? In Megan's defense and for women all over the world's defense, there are plenty of guys who don't know anything about the woman's anatomy. <laughs> so right. like I'll right. let them get away with not knowing that we can turn our cock into circles. If we we can do to. tricks, yeah. tips, tricks. Has she tip never tricks. seen Puppetry of the Penis? Because I saw those ads quite a bit when I was a child. <laughs> Back to <laughs> April Fool's Day, because this is the most unhinged we've been in quite a while. Um, I love this poster. I think that this the, the biggest problem, with I, I have an original of this poster down in the basement that I just oh, need to nice. get framed. Um, when I have my, like, my, my media room in the basement, I'll... I'll pay the hundred bucks to get it framed but mm-hmm. i mean i love this poster so much with the the hair with that's turned into a noose uh, behind yeah. the back um i think that loving that post loving that as the vhs art for so long made for an unwinnable battle for this movie when i finally watched it for the first time in like 2006 um but i have definitely warmed to it because as Matt said very early on in this episode, if you remember, he said that they didn't market this movie right. And no, it's true. No. Like, I, I don't even know how you would market this movie because this is no. this is wild. They play a joke on the audience. They're playing a joke on the whole yeah, audience. But I, I right. like that. But the, the thing that's wild about this movie to me is that not just IMDb, but Wikipedia both call this movie... They, they they point to the similarities between this 
and Agatha Christie's and then there were none, yeah. which is just insane. <laughs> like this obscure slasher mystery meta pastiche of horror movies and an Agatha Christie is just mm. not what you expect when you open up the internet. To that do also feels like either a selling point or a thing to be like, I don't want anything to do with it, <laughs> really. You know, it seems such a, like a polarizing description of such, too. But I, um, I also think that this movie, like, even if you take it for face value, because I agree with you, I don't know how you would advertise this movie because the point is that it's pulling a joke on the audience by the end of the movie. It's supposed to be... Mm-hmm. It, it honestly gives you a similar vibe as like going on a haunted hayride like you're getting that Mm -hmm. like fear release effect of like this is all fun there's nothing bad that has happened here um Mm -hmm. but like i do love the like the the practical effects that we do get i love the scene in the well with all the heads and corpses down Mm -hmm. there i love when like the boat hits the guy and he like quickly throws the prosthetic scar on his face, I guess, and comes up and it's like, it's a gnarly looking cut. Like you're like, all right, like I can understand why they'd be like, what the fuck happened? When I used, when I used to get hurt as a kid, like, and I mean not hurt with my eye falling out, but when I used to like, you know, really fall down or stub my toe or hit my shin or something, uh, I would run around and flail until it like the hurt went away, which my cousins always made fun of me about. Uh, and this dude, I felt was really doing that. So I felt seen momentarily, even though he hit. I mean, like I said, his his injury was more severe than any of the injuries as a kid that I had. The where I thought that I needed to run around, yeah, <laughs> and make it feel better. Yeah, rub some dirt on it, you're fine. Yeah, this movie also proves that trauma is not real because uh, <laughs> nobody was nobody was affected seemingly. By the fact that this was just a, a run through, well, uh, hell week, if you will, you know, for the, the flip upcoming side is, opening. <laughs> the flip side is probably it escalates on each person. If you're the first one to die, you're probably just like living large. You're, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the first person to die was in that again in that green room forever. They're yeah. building house of cards. Dude, listen, like, that looks like a big ass house. There has to be yeah. a side powder room. Dear God, I the hope they had a Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, all in all. This is a fun one. I liked it. Oh, spoiler alert for this movie, if anybody hasn't seen it. Yeah, spoiler alert for the movie. I mean, if you haven't watched this movie, (laughs) and it's from 1986, I think you only have yourself to blame. How about about the the very last shot of the movie with the the jack-in-the-box winking at the camera for reasons? Didn't need that. Yeah, that that gave me real curtains vibe, (laughs) like where... There's no there's no rhyme or reason for why it's happening except to like be like aha one yeah. more surprise for you did you get it yeah like yeah you get what happened <laughs> credits See? and then the hell of a song that plays dude a masterpiece hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Scott, how about you go first on what did you watch this week since Kyle was last week and I'm next week. So I'm going to do you, Matthew, a solid because I love you. Uh Uh, And that's no April Fool's joke. Um, I'm going to go with my all-time favorite April Fool's movie, which I have used multiple times on this day before. Um, Killer Party. Such a great Evil Dead ripoff. It has not one, but two fake out intro scenes yep that that intro song by um white sister white sister april you're no fool you gotta remember oh, to man. make sure that that gets posted on the uh the old facebook page Bro, on april don't 1st. even <laughs> think that i'm gonna forget I, you know you can schedule posts in the group as an admin i'm so gonna <laughs> schedule I, I know i can schedule i have scheduled posts because yeah. i come up with i think what is a good idea and then i'm At like, like oh, one in the morning and you're like no one's yeah. gonna see this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're there i'm married to a social media manager she's That's a professional true. she tells me exactly when the posts are gonna work <laughs> i we almost got through the whole episode without it being mentioned but scott did mention curtains uh but i did have uh, another one that i actually felt more aligned with and I, it was going to be Friday the 13th 3D uh, oh. I just like I don't know what it was but that first half of this movie until it got like again a little arbitrary and slow with the connections of uh, of things I was just like this would be fun Friday yeah. the 13th 3D would be a fun one to pair this with I just it felt good so for my end this one makes sense in my head and I cannot explain why it makes sense in my head but I went with American Gothic I don't. I don't know why they they feel like they could connect in some weird way because they have literally no DNA that's similar. But the whole time that could I was be a watching, party, it, though. I mean, yeah. I'm not. That would be. Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, and I'm really surprised, Matt. I I left it open for you to go with. There's nothing out there, which is also a spring break horror. Yeah, I know, I know, but. And you could have even gone with Behind the Mask because of the Paradise Lost connection, which Kyle even gave you the fucking alley-oop in the first five minutes of the episode. I write my shit in the moment when I'm watching it, and then I erase all other Don't look opportunities. Bad. Scott, what did you watch this week, listen to whatever that you want to talk about? Okay, I do want to talk about a, um, a band that I came across thanks to TikTok because we've been talking about TikTok today. Have you guys ever heard of Shannon and the Clams? No. Yes. Oh, Kyle, I've heard yeah, one song. I should say I've heard I've heard one song. Have you heard uh, Year of Shin. the Spider? No. That was okay. That's the titular track off of their 2021 album. And if you take girl 60s girl groups, toss it in a blender with the B52s and like the Oh Hellos or maybe or indie garage rock, maybe not quite as as like Americana as the Oh Hellos, but it, it, more or less stuff like that. It gives you this weird amalgamation of what they do, and I am loving it. Nice. Uh, it's It's got me in this point where, so as everybody who listens to the show, uh, like in sort of any sort of like regular 
rotation knows, um, I have been doing these uh, 50s rock and roll covers of pop punk songs. Um, so I obviously love that style of music. I love all of these things. And the B-52s, I, I was at a record store the other day and I stopped myself from buying two B-52 records because I was like, one of them had Rock Lobster. And I was like, oh, I mean, I, I could absolutely get down with this. But at the same time, I'm like, how often am I going to put on the B-52s um, on a record look, player? Um, not... I, can't, I can't say how often you're going to put it on there, but I, I want to take a very brief second to say, listeners, if the only thing you know about the B-52s is Rock Lobster <laughs> and Love Shack, dive into the b-52s because they have oh, every song so many great, great songs <laughs> like, yeah, like, and then listen to the cramps yeah then like, listen you, to the cramps you got an education and check coming out, in. i'm gonna i'm gonna throw just quick recommendation because it's my favorite b-52 song private idaho check that bad boy out that song has a ripping guitar riff uh continue scott <laughs> that's all i had to say is that if you guys haven't listened to um that record it's uh it, so the band once again is called shannon and the clams which is kind of a nutty name um but then uh the record is called year of the spider if nothing else listen to the song year of the spider it okay. is very much like the b-52s doing the ronettes all right i'm i'm literally Fantastic. i'm literally logging on to spotify hitting play on the song and then immediately and pause. pausing it yeah <laughs> so it's it's literally the next thing that i have to listen to i'm gonna go real quick because i don't want to say too much about this movie because it is very much a like you can't really talk about it without spoiling the twists and turns of it um on peacock i watched sick uh which is ah. kevin williamson's uh new movie i enjoyed it i i think it, similar to april fool's day kind of polarizing people either like really enjoyed the ride that they took with this movie or just kind of felt like hmm <laughs> like underwhelmed and 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 not blown away by it i don't think that this is like unless it's a real slow year i don't think it's making my top 10 of 2023 or anything but i didn't hate my experience watching it it's only like 80 minutes which is fucking perfect and yeah i mean it's it's covid scream like I, it's it's people isolating for quarantine and being stalked out and then the the reasons why kind of unfold and everything falls into place and makes sense and it's i don't know it's it's dumb fun if you enjoyed the scream 5 movie i think that this kind of tonally is like right in that same wheelhouse of like gen gen z slasher films which i'm finding more and more that i enjoy <laughs> so like it's because I, they've come around in, yeah. in a long enough uh trajectory that they now feel like the shit that we grew up with apparently it feels like the shit that we grew up with and it's so i i've said this before like as much as i love scream and i mean i love scream but like that movie uh, be because it was so good at being meta about slasher films it also fucking decimated the ability to just do a sincere non-meta slasher film for <laughs> it's his own fault yeah for like two decades right. and i feel like now he we're kind of bed we're kind of falling back into where it's like, obviously like sick exists in a world where they are aware of slasher films, but it's not like fucking talked about in every line of dialogue. Like it's literally just treated as we are in a house and there are people outside of this house 
and we need to do something. Like, it's not just like, oh, this is just like in The Strangers. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like, no, they, they're fucking in the situation. They're dealing with the situation. So I, I do appreciate that, like, Gen Z is far enough removed from the original Scream that we can kind of, like, not have to think about everything being a, a referential meta aspect anymore. But yeah, I recommend it. I had fun with it. It's not, you know, it's not going to be like anyone's best list, but it was fun. I went back in time. Go figure. I watched a movie called Messiah of Evil. Uh, oh, so 19th. good. Dude. It's I, so bad, I, but so good. Well, so Didn't yeah. I just talk about how I like let that play on Shutter TV back like four or five months ago so. and it was just such a good time. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it, and it was. And it was. Like, it, I I'd never seen it before, but uh, if anybody's listened to the show before, uh, they clearly know that I have an affinity for movies of that era, especially. Like, kind of that era, not just era of, of time, but that era of like filmmaking and the things that people set out to do. Uh, something like a Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Anything that's kind of like in the House of Psychotic Women mm-hmm. um, book <laughs> is really great for me. <laughs> My friend Jeanette, who I've talked about on here before, she came down for a visit. We're working on a short film together and a lot uh, of the short. Uh, th- doesn't this human being also have a podcast that you may have appeared on? <laughs> oh, thank you. She would be <laughs> so mad. Um, my friend Jeanette, we're working on a short film together. She has a podcast called Horrors of Love that she just released that I was a guest on where we talked about May uh, for an hour mm. and a half, or at least an hour of that, half an hour of that was us talking about how we watch horror movies. But um, but we talked about May, which is a favorite of ours. Uh, but she came down for a visit. She showed me Messiah of Evil. It, it inspired a little bit of her short film that she wrote. Um, and I had never seen it. And, you know, it, it's one of I. It's one of those movies. It, it I have it because it's on a fifty horror movie collection. Like it was in the public domain for a while, but I, so I mean I know they put out uh, a higher quality version of it, but I, just watching it even in that kind of shitty whatever transfer that you can get through public domain, there's it's really beautiful. It's atmospheric. It's fucking weird. It falls into that sort of like grindhouse exploitation, but it also falls into this sort of more beautiful 70s attention to production design stuff too. Like it's, it balances the two things that I really enjoy about uh, films of that era. Uh, So Messiah of Evil was great. And uh, that's another little shout out to Horrors of Love podcast. If anybody needs their fix of, uh, of more horror. And more Kyle, at least for an episode. (laughs) For at least for an episode, yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, that was April Fool's Day. Uh, Got you you guys by not having April Fool's. Yeah, You fucking nerds. Cheers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But yeah, we'll be back next week with even more Horror Movie Night. listening to the Geekscape Network.